the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. As always, here on Saturdays on the Max Out Savings Show here in Houston, Texas, we are the uh, energy capital of the world and one of the biggest savers in the United States, number three, uh, uh, number four in savings, which is really exciting because it shows you the how dynamic this city really is. And our, our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. So I love the idea that we're saving a lot of money in Houston. The, uh, the only cities uh, that are beating us, I believe, are Hartford, Connecticut, the insurance capital, uh, San Jose, and San Francisco. And, and particularly for a, a big city as Houston is, that's a really big thing. And because we have a, a savings culture, Texas has a savings culture, we're conservative here. We don't like to throw around money all over the place. And and uh, the uh, – God, I hope I can get through without spilling this. I already spilled the coffee once, Ryan. Yeah, it's been a rough day so far uh, coffee-wise. But uh, here I am. So uh, – but uh, – or was I? The – so our, our really, our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's what the show is all about, is it, building up wealth and saving for retirement. In the world today, it is just, it's just much more difficult to save money uh, be, because of the tremendous amount of, uh, of, uh, of, of just manipulation going on in the world. And, and there's just no other... Uh, thing about it we have record low interest rates and it just it, it makes it difficult because you're not getting as much savings i mean the, these record low interest rates by the federal reserve are very destructive to to savers i i was listening to steve Wynn talk about the he's the the founder of Wynn casinos a, a brilliant person and and you listen to steve Wynn talk and it becomes pretty clear very quickly one of his primary concerns is his employees very quickly and uh I mean, he is all about that. I mean, he's all about the win experience, but right underneath that is he really is concerned about his employees. And he, and he talks about the, how the Federal Reserve has made it much more difficult for these people are trying to save money and, and build up wealth, and they're, they're not getting it. They, 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 their standard of living is actually dropping be, because of this. And with Obamacare and everything else, their health care costs are going up. He even made a point. He said, you know, we pay for most of their health care cost and they, and they we've only put a part of the uh, the increase in in it in 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 it's still very difficult in how much they complain about it so so uh, understand the 
there's a lot of winds going against you right now. So what you've got to do is be smarter and get out of the winds and move your savings plan forward. And, and, and how you do that is aggressively saving as much as money as you can, having higher levels of cash, having uh, more conservative in, investments. In, in a world today, the world we live in is is unique in, in history. And, and you know, it, it really – what is unique is is really – the world has been taken over by in a revolution in many ways by I call them the money kings and what they did is is the the central bankers around the world basically came up with the idea that they could centrally plan economies and 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 this they've been working on this for a number of years but 2008 was their opportunity when the financial markets got in trouble to go in and 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 and, and make their move and they did and there's, you know, they did a good job of stabilizing a very bad financial situation. There's no doubt about that at all. But what they didn't do was get out of the way once they stabilized this, the, the financial situation. Instead, they looked at this as an opportunity to see if they could manage an economy with interest rates and money supplies. I remember years ago when I was at Texas A&M University, uh, one of my highlights of my time there, even though I was an engineering student, was going to see a uh, Paul Samuelson and Milton Friedman debate, and, and Milton Friedman was the big person with money supply. You control money supply, and that's going to sit there as the best way to control inflation. And 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 what the Federal Reserve has taken some of Milton Friedman's ideas with the idea that we can control money supply and then can control the price of financial assets with interest rates, and and, and really bastardize much of of, of Milton Friedman's thinking. And, and and so what we have is is they never got out of the financial markets. The Federal Reserve never got out of the financial markets after two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and ten. After things were stabilized, rather than backing away and said we're going to take the emergency interest rates off the table, the zero interest rates, they said, look, we're going to keep them on. But what they didn't understand, what they failed to understand is the capitalist system would not function as well at zero interest rates. It's very similar. It's very similar to uh, space travel and things like that. Once you hit the speed of light, things start changing and things start start happening in ways that nobody anticipates time stops this it, it it's the same thing it, it's the same thing with interest rates at the zero bound the capitalist system ceases to function correctly uh such things as as insurance companies start to fail because they can't get a return on their investments over the long term now short term it'll work pensions pensions many pensions in this country have seven and a half to eight percent expected returns, particularly municipalities. There's no way on planet Earth they're going to get those type of returns over the long term with a zero interest rate policy when they're running 60-40 splits. It's just mathematically almost impossible. Uh, savers, the, the young people saving money today won't have the, the advantage of, 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 of big economic growth. They won't have the advantage of interest rates. Uh, the most powerful thing in the world, uh, according to Benjamin Franklin, was compounding of interest. Well, if there's zero interest, you're, you're losing the most powerful thing in earth. And, and so what these people have done is is they have left us com- in combined with Barack Obama's, you know, just – draconian policies with the worst recovery since the Great Depression. The American people have suffered for eight years, and, and, and a lot of the blame goes to Barack Obama, and a lot of the blame goes to the Federal Reserve. Some of the smartest, shrewdest people in the world are now calling out the Federal Reserve. And, and, what they're, and, and, and the worrisome thing about what they say is, is 
I'm not sure how we're going to get out of it. Okay. It, it, and the people that say, the, 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 what worries me is when I, I sit and there's some people out there I study pretty closely be, because they generally, they're right. They consistently write. They, they, they have the ability. What we really try to do at Max Out Savings Advisors is look over the horizon. And it's a very difficult thing to do. So if there's anyone else I know that, that, that is capable of looking over the horizon, I try to see what those guys are saying. And the guys are the best at it in the last 20 years. The best in the world are like, I have no idea how we're going to get out of this. And that's a worrisome because these guys are generally right. And and that's that's what worries me because the problem is, is the Federal Reserve has basically driven themselves into a box canyon and can't figure a way out with these low interest rates. So now they're trying to work their way out of it. And 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 in that that, my friends, is what we need to navigate through, which means a couple of things. You've got to be more conservative with your investments. You've got to be more cautious. Uh the because the markets are artificially manipulated by the federal reserve uh something that's fundamentally anti-capitalist fundamentally anti-free market and fundamentally anti it's really fundamental it's un-american is what the federal reserve is and and, and so now we're starting to see some of the i i think some of the clearer heads at the Federal Reserve are starting to kind of get control of this and move it away from the zero interest rate policy. Uh, Janet Yellen, who's basically an acolyte of Ben Bernanke, who's, who is the Rasmussen of, of uh, central bankers uh, with, this, with this crazed zero interest rate policy, is still fighting to do it. I think you're going to see that rates are going to, over the long term, are going to start to go up. But the reason I talk about, look, when I started in this business 25 years ago, the 10-year was at over 10%, 10%. People were getting mortgages, and then it went to 13%. People were getting 10% mortgages and literally thought they had a good deal. And and now the 10-year the is at 1.76%. If you look over the long term, it's it's been well over 2%, and, and its average rates have averaged over 5%. So... We're really low. So th- I, the reason I say this, all this is, is things are changing in the world, and you have to understand that we're near the end of a 35-year cycle on interest rates. They're going to start slowly going up. Can they drop? Can long-term rates go down one more time in a crisis? Absolutely. But we're, we're nearing the end of the cycle. And so we have to understand, so we have to start positioning investments for the longer term. The exciting thing, and, and this is the really good thing that's coming, is if we can get these people out of the way, if we can get Republicans into into the White House in, in, in controlling Congress, and, and if the Republicans in Congress will take action and stand up for their beliefs, regardless of what the, the media says and the press wants them to do and starts fighting for the American people, which they're starting to do, I think we can get a 35 4% growth rate. The Federal Reserve over the next three or four years is looking for 1.75% growth rate. Again, what they're saying is we're on a, a going forward we're going to have a lower a lower growth rate we're just going to have to expect low and slow growth out into the future i fundamentally reject that i i this is what i believe in 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 my studies and in my lifetime you never bet against the american people the federal reserve is betting against the american people the democrats are betting against the american people I think the only way to get in the world today, if you look at the world today, uh, 
the Chinese is uh, it's a disaster. They have been pouring money in, injecting massive amounts of money, engaged in all types of programs to keep their economy above seven percent growth rate. It's failing. Their debt levels have more than doubled. The debt the 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 debt in the in the Chinese banking system since two thousand eight has gone up in excess of the United States and German banking system combined. Okay, this is a massive debt bubble they're doing to try to keep the economy going. The Europeans, they're a basket case. These people have had eight years to try to restructure restructure their banking system, it, and they have been unable to do it. Instead, they've gone on, on basically a goofy idea of negative interest rates, and they're running around and buying buying uh buying bonds at negative rates including junk bonds which is the absolute height of insanity to take to put money into risky assets to get negative returns in 5 years or more that i mean that is the very definition of insanity but the european central bank is doing it so uh, so Oh, and by the way, the way they could have redone their banking system, instead of the, the European Central Bank coming up with these goofball ideas of buying – they the European Central Bank could have recapitalized the banks, taken partial interest in the European banks, recapitalized and written off all their debt and moved forward, and they would have been in good shape. But instead, they, they did a different way. So Europe is in very bad shape, no growth. China is a complete debt-ridden basket case. The United States has had the worst recovery since the Great Depression. But the, the, and Japan is at negative interest rates as well, and their debt levels are exceeding anything else in the world, and eventually their currency is going to blow up. The only way we get out of this thing is you're going to have to grow your own country. We're going to have tougher trade wars going forward. Things are going to change. Even if, if Donald Trump gets in, he's going to stand up for fair trade. Everybody in the world is standing up fighting for trade and fighting for a job in their countries. It's a zero-sum game. We have to grow the world internally in each country. The United States is going to have to grow their economy. We can do that. We've done it time and time again. All we need to do is roll back regulation, cut taxes, engage in some infrastructure spending, and restructure entitlements in this country. will boom. It is the greatest country in the world. And, and, and that is going to be very exciting. There's going to be a lot of money made in that thing. And I think that's what it's eventually going to go to. But right now, we got really tough times out there and as volatile as I've ever seen it. And it's going to get worse over the near term. But over the horizon, it's going to get much better. Now, tell you what, I think we're coming up here on a break. If you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Saving Show at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioca will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioca, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media. 
we create amazing videos that companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message, we're 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Saving Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. By the way, if you haven't gone to the website and gotten on the free Max Out Savings Report list, uh, you can go there now. Uh, it's free report. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. We're going to send out another one Monday morning uh, talking about a lot of interesting things. Tell you what, let's take a call from Oscar. Hey, Oscar, how you doing? Uh, good morning, Ted. Hey, Ted, the 10-year treasury, the, the, the trading range there, between what one point five and one point eight, yeah, very tight trading range. We never had any trading range like this in history, probably. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's it's it it is uh, really pretty tight right now. And pretty tight, and if it and if it deviates above, let's say two percent or under one point four, that's going to be bad for equities. It, it, once it deviates out of that trading range, uh, right? you know, I, 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 just for so our listeners know, okay, the calls come in randomly, in in but uh, in in and in, in so, uh, I, but Oscar, I have this chart here, I uh, on the ten year, looking way back, and mm-hmm. I tell you what, the the, the ten year is very close to breaking out of a of basically a twenty five year downtrend line, if that makes yeah, any but, but sense. This last year or two has been really tight as never before. And I say that, like in December, when it went above the two percent, whatever it did, uh, you know, that's that's really uh, there's no room for, for for error there for the for the Federal Reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. Look, uh, to, to go right to what you're saying is is if we break out underneath, say, the 150, 145, that means we're going into serious deflation with a, right. with a big recession. slowdown. Right, recession. If, if it goes above probably 180, that means this thing's breaking out. Look for inflation moving forward over the long term. Yeah, I, look, I, I, yeah, Oscar, okay, that's, that's one, pretty that's brilliant. One thing. That's one thing. Yeah. And the other thing is these pension funds uh, – the Federal Reserve is going to break the pension funds because there's no income or the income side of 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 of, of the savings that they, you know where they, where they accrue this money to pay you or you know uh, the, the pension funds. There's no money to be gotten with these very low interest rates, right? No, I, I look, yeah, no, that's basically what you're dealing with. Yeah, look, Oscar, go ahead. Oh yeah, oh, no, go ahead, Oscar. Yeah, you have the Federal Reserve. That's a, a democratic institution with Kenton uh, economics breaking uh, breaking the union pension funds and all these things. On the other side, they're breaking each other. There's a big division within the democratic uh, idea of a Federal Reserve that's the way they have it. And on the other hand, the retirees, the teachers and the firemen and all these people all over the, the municipal workers, they're going to break them too. 
So they're breaking each other for this in, in their same ideas. Yeah, that's look, a, a cynical weird. person, a cynical person that 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 really understood things and looked out into the future would say, "Hey, I, it looks to me like the the central bank's policies are." are a backdoor way to socialize the United States where the government takes over all the pensions and ultimately the Fed buys in stock. I mean, it, it, look, the, the Federal Reserve is dancing real, uh, you know, is dancing right down the line uh, uh, to go to a pretty dark place if they're not careful. And, and I, I'm not convinced that there might not be some people that might not want to socialize the country. I, I think they're socialists at the Federal Reserve, and I've talked to some pretty high-level people about this. This is, this is a ticking time bomb, what's going on with this thing here. Another six months, I can't see it going another year on this situation with the, uh, the pension funds and the annuities, and the, it's going to screw the, uh, well, the... the, the oh, yeah, pension the funds, insurance, insurance companies, yeah. Companies. No, no, look, uh, th- there's a lot of really big people t- really, really concerned about this, if you, if you listen, and they're trying to say it in a real nice way, mm-hmm. and uh, they're actually being pretty blunt about it. Uh, what surprises me is how a number of people out there that used to, you had to kind of read the tea leaves with these people are being pretty blunt in their assessments of things, which means they're really concerned and they're really trying to make it crystal clear what they're thinking is. And, and you know, I'm thinking on all these Democrats who are the you know the the union people and all these the the, the teachers. You know, nobody spoke up about what, what we're talking about right here. How got, how they're going to get screwed by their own party? I mean, royally. And, and nobody, nobody has brought this up. It, it's, it's, it's very weird that, that, that nobody yeah. has brought no, up. No, look, the unions, I mean, if you look at Donald Trump, I mean, Donald Trump, if you're a union guy, you should be all over Donald Trump. I mean, he's he's your man. He's going to protect your jobs. Uh, oh, in this case, yes. But the, the role, that's the, but the, the old role of the Democratic Party, that is not anymore. They couldn't care less what happens to to these retirees. That they're, they're, they're part. Of well, the, and that's why. Look, Oscar. Yeah. That's why uh, Trump is really leading in Ohio. Uh, you know, it, I mean, it, it's really the the, uh, the the strongholds of the Democratic Party have really morphed into the entitlement class more so than the working people. The working people are really shifting over to the Republican Party. Union, non-union, they're all moving over, and it's the entitlement class. Yeah, they, they have no place to go except to maybe get some help from Trump. And, 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 and that, to me, is why the teachers, who are supposed to be smart, why they haven't caught up to this, to this thing that's going on with the Federal Reserve screwing them. I'm very surprised that nobody has caught up. Yeah, yeah, you know, one of the things that's always interested me, I agree, I think the Fed has been a huge problem, and also why teachers and government employees never really realize that they're all got really good pensions, and their pensions depend on a sound fiscal of their, you know, the state, municipality, the city, or whatever, the U.S. government. It really depends on a sound municipal, uh, sound fiscal management, because if, if, if they if they get in financial trouble, those pensions could go away, and yet they keep wanting to spend more. You would think city or government and state and national employees would be the most watching out to make sure that, that uh, money is well spent, because their pensions depend on it, believe it or not. They depend on 4.4% ten-year treasury, not 1.75. Yeah, no, the Fed has done huge damage. And thanks for the call, Oscar. But the okay, th- thank you very much. The, the Fed has done uh, real damage to to the to the financial system out there, to pensions, to insurance companies. I mean, it, this is a huge thing out there that is really being underreported. Hey, let's take a call from Larry. Hello, Larry. Hi, how are you today? Great, thank you. 
Um, I just had a quick question. Um, uh, I know you're a big Ted Cru- uh, a Trump supporter, and I am too. Yeah, also like Ted Cruz. Right, yeah. <laughs> anyway, right now the polls don't look terribly promising. I, I hope I'm wrong, but what would be your plan going forward if Hillary wins this thing? You know, uh, I, I tell you what, that is going to be really difficult. And I'm writing some about this in the Max Out Savings Report. But in investment-wise, I, I think you've got to start taking a look at taking – taking. Uh, e- look, either you're going to either sell your assets and take the capital gains if Hillary gets back in uh, now, or you could be holding them a long term. She wants to extend capital gains rates from one year to two year, and, and at the top rate – after two years, it's going to be, I think, 39 or 43 percent, and then it slides after the sixth year to 20 percent. So you have to understand she's going to alter the investment market. She's going to, I think, going to be pretty negative to stocks once people really start realizing what her real plans are. Uh, I, I, I think, I think we, you want to be looking at companies on uh, alternative uh, energy companies. I think you want to look at infrastructure companies. Uh, I, I think you want to avoid the, the medical companies. I think you want to avoid the oil companies, the gas companies, the coal companies, energy companies. Uh, those are, are some of the things that the, the, how you want to look at this thing. And, and, I, and I think it's over the longer term. I think she's going to be more inflationary uh, than, than, than Donald Trump. Some of the, the scoring that they're doing for the different economic plans has Trump's deficit going up. I don't believe it. I think they're missing – Trump is counting on some economic growth, which I think he can get. Uh, I, I think uh, a Hillary presidency could be disastrous. You, uh, also, if Hillary gets in, you want to. I think the defense companies. I, I, I think. I think she's going. I think they're going to bungle into another war out there, uh, and because they're really ma- they're just backing themselves completely into a corner. Uh, on our foreign policy to say is a disaster is insulting disasters. So. That those so I think those are some of the things I think the defense maybe does better with with both Trump and Hillary. I, I you know it, it's it's a very uncertain and dangerous world out there. Okay, so uh, you would stay away from like uh, the big oil companies. Well, look, you don't know what Hillary's going to do. I mean, I think personally, I think these guys are going to go after fracking. I I, I think they're going to try to go after the water on the fracking. It, 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 the, 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 look, one thing about Democrats, if you ever ever sit and talk to them, and I've been at some big conferences and talked to some very, very high-level Democrats, and one of the things you come away with, you know, in, in Houston, we all listen about Sheila Jackson Lee, okay, who's an idiot. But yeah. let me tell you something. You talk to some of these top-level Democrats, they're very, very, very shrewd and very, very smart. And, and so – that when they want to go after something, they do it in a very subtle, smart way. And, and, and so I, I don't see how she would be positive for the oil and gas business. I really don't. Some people do. I see no evidence of it at all. Uh, and uh, I, I, think, uh, I think that's what they're going to try to do. And, and, and so that's what's really got me worried. Well, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't. The one thing is, I don't think Trump is out of this like everybody thinks. I, I just am running across way too many people 
it seems like everybody, that are not backing off of Trump. And the only people that seem to be backing off of Trump are people that, honestly, I really don't think they were ever going to vote for Trump in the first place. I think they just don't want to upset their friends that are all Trumpies. And so, you know, they're trying to use it as an excuse. I think Trump, you know, look, it's not, I mean, it's a very, very, very tight race with Hillary having the edge right now. Uh, You know, we'll see what happens. But it's, I think it is a revolution. I think Trump is a revolution. I think if Trump were to lose, the revolution is not going away. Uh, I, I, I think there's just a huge per- percentage of this country that are very, very, very dissatisfied. And it seems to be a most of the middle class in the United States of America, which is not, you know, which is a, you know, not the place you want to be if you're a government. And, and so this thing is, is, is really, really tough. Uh, I, I, I think if I had to, I still think Trump's going to pull it out just because I think he has just, I think th- his, his backing and his people are so strong and, and they're not backing off. Well, I hope you're right. And, uh, let's hope for the best for the election coming up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see, Larry. We got, we got two weeks, uh, you know, and it's 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 interesting. Uh, it very very divisive is divisive. Uh, by the way, we used to see a lot of this in the 1800s. I mean, this is uh, you have to understand when this country was founded, everybody came over here and uh, from elsewhere, mostly in Europe initially. Well, if they said anything about politics in Europe, there's a good chance they were going to lose their head, literally, and and or be thrown in jail. So when they could come over here and talk politics, they just couldn't believe their good fortune, and the Americans love politics. I mean, you go back and read Tocqueville, and, and it's one, two things that struck him about the United States. Well, three, the Americans' industry, and this, they're, they're, they love to talk, bring God into everything, and also the fact that they love to talk about politics no matter where they are. <laughs> That's true. Okay, well, thanks a lot. Okay, thank you, Larry. Okay, that was Larry with the question. If you got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. Interesting. Now, last week we talked about the, the cyber attacks, and we said this has gotten to be a pretty hot war out there in in cyber world. And uh, I kind of made the comment that if, if if this was a real war, there'd be people coming home in body bags because it's a hot war in the cyber world, kind of to give you an idea. Uh, Friday, the United States was hit by uh, uh, three massive cyber attacks involving millions of of, uh, uh, of, of of computers. And what they did was it, it, it hit Twitter, it hit uh, Netflix, it hit Amazon, PayPal, uh, all these guys, Spotify, all, all of these companies were hit pretty badly. There was a wave that hit the, it affected mostly the West Coast or the East Coast, and then it moved over to the West Coast. By the third wave, there was three massive waves involving millions of attack bots. And, and what they did is, is, is the, they, they, what these comp- the, uh, the hackers figured out that they could gain control of basically passive devices like uh, secure, wireless security cameras, wireless uh wireless uh, what else security cameras uh thermostats and things like that and and then they and they took control of them and started launching denial of service attacks on, on some of the key players in the internet and in millions in millions of these things were were used and 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 it, and it 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 really slowed down the internet uh, and it, expo- it exposed a couple things. It exposed a massive security hole with these wireless devices we have in this country. And uh, the uh, the the other thing is it 
they've been claiming it's the Russians, but earlier in the week, uh, about midweek, the United States started threatening WikiLeaks and, and shut down their internet connection out of WikiLeaks that was leaking all the information on the Democratic Party and blaming Russia and claiming Russia was behind this. Then uh, on uh, on Friday, this massive uh, internet attack struck. Now, th- there's rumors out there at supporters of WikiLeaks that that basically launched the attack in retaliation for trying to shut down WikiLeaks. The, and there is a possibility that that this isn't Russia, that it really could be. I, you could have a lot of people out there are really fed up with just the corrupt Washington establishment and government and, and, are, and are exposing this. And, and, and now uh, the, the, the government is, is panicking because it's exposing the level of corruption that's in there. And, and so this is getting really interesting. But a couple key things are coming out of these cyber attacks. Never mind the uh, highlighting the corruption of the uh, Clintons in the Clinton Foundation, which is purely corruption. But on the cyber side, look, what we're seeing is in with the leaks of the emails on on the cyber attacks is we have massive vulnerabilities in our electronic systems in the United States. They're going to have to be hardened across the board. We're going to have to have more encryption. I know the NSA wants everyone's uh, personal emails open for their perusal before they we send them. But look, it's endangering the commerce of the United States of America. It's endangering our jobs. A lot of companies around the world and countries don't want American equipment anymore because they think the NSA is doing something to it. Also, by having backdoors and having these op- too much open architecture in these systems, we're allowing where a, a massive attack could come in and take down our entire internet and paralyze commerce in the United States of America. The same thing could be said for such things as an EMP attack, which could cause us to lose electricity and phone service and computer power for months at a time. And what this is showing is tremendous vulnerabilities in our system. So one of the things over the next decade and one of the things the next president is going to have to confront is how do we harden our systems to make sure that the American people are protected? And instead of national security being the priority in the electronics business, the priority of the electronics and internet should be the protection of the of American commerce and the American people. And that has not been the case. So we need to move that back up the case. More on the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking about the markets, where to go from here. Uh, we really want to talk about your retirement as well. So if you've got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. 
South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. We're live here in Houston, Texas. If you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. Also, go to the website, sign up for the free newsletter. We're going to be sending one out here shortly. Uh, talking some about uh, charitable rollovers. Uh, that One of the things that came in the new uh, tax bill that just came out was that uh, it's not really a tax bill, but in the, they, the, they did a last-minute uh, patch up of the budget so everything the we didn't have a government shutdown and we could all and, and the voting would go smoothly uh but uh the uh one thing that came out is is they they changed up some of the income limits for itemized deductions and, and that makes if you're over 70 and a half and you're uh thinking of giving money to your local church or charity um or texas a&m uh the uh you can you can give the money directly from your IRA and and what it does is you go well Ted what difference does that make because if I give it uh if I take it out and then I have my taxes go up and then I give it it, it goes down again I get the deduction so it's a wash well, yeah but but by doing it this way it doesn't go on your adjusted gross income which helps you out in some cases for social security taxation and also this way you could you could take out make a big donation to somewhere and then still not need to itemize your taxes. So it's something to think about and, and this is going to be for two thousand seventeen. Uh but but take you know talk to your, your financial advisor on that. Not your tax person on that. Uh, I'm the financial advisor. You don't want to be relying on me for your going to the IRS. Let's just put it that way. You want to talk to an accountant. Uh, but but I'm trying to kind of give you some ideas that you can go consult with with people. We don't give tax advice. But uh, so, so if you're over 70 and a half, understand even this year, if you're thinking of doing some big deductions, some big charitable contributions, you can take them directly out of your IRA. And, and there might be some advantages. So make sure you talk to your accountant on that. Uh, the, the different one way is if you want to give, uh, you know, $50,000 to your church or whatever, you move it from your, you, you could just write them a check for 50000 You get a deduction off your taxes for 50000 or you could take it out of your IRA uh, and then there's no – it doesn't increase your adjusted gross income $50,000, but you don't get the deduction. So it's – but the difference is with a lower adjusted gross uh, income, it, you might be advantage be able to take advantage of other deductions you wouldn't have otherwise gotten if you'd done it the other way. So that's something to think about if you're over seven, if you're over seven and a half and the maximum is a hundred thousand dollars on this. So something to, to, to kind of think about, and we're writing about this in our max out savings report. We're sending this out. It is a free report. Uh, Really, uh, we talked a little earlier about about really. I, I'm looking at a chart of the ten year bonds here. In the ten year, the ten year yield really peaked at over fifteen percent in about nineteen early 1980s, and since gone down to one point three five percent in June July of this year. It's starting to break out 
of a long-term 35-year downtrend. I think if you look at the charts, I, I think this is starting to happen. I think it's going to be a slow process. We're not going to see 5% or 4% or probably even 3% 10-year in the next couple weeks or months. You know, maybe even, But somewhere down the way, over the next couple of years, we're really going to see rates start moving up. I think we're going to see more inflation. We're starting to move, starting to move, are 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 looking at more of an inflationary bent to the portfolios. We've been adding some things along those lines uh, for higher interest rates. This is over the longer term, but really, I think you need to start taking a look at that. There's there's a real good school of thought that the the, the thirty years going to go back down again. It might possibly go down there. Uh, if there's a recession or something happens, but I, I think the, the trend. If you had to look ten years from now, really, I think this was the period of the bottom, and and, and I, I think rates will have started to move up. So this is something to kind of watch and see. Um, really, I, I think some of the, the looking into next year. Uh, uh, we write a little bit about this in the Max Out Savings Report. We put some of the tax taxation things in there. Uh, if Hillary wins, I think you're going to see the market's going to react with excitement because Hillary's back in. She's going to enable the Federal Reserve to keep rates low forever. They can accommodate forever. Asset prices are going to go up forever. It's really going to be exciting. And then I, I think the cold reality of the world is going to come in, and then you're going to see a sell-off. Particularly, I think once people start taking a look at these tax things, you're going to see a lot of selling going into year-end as people bail out. Uh, I, I don't think it's a po- I don't think it'll be viewed as a positive at all. She's a very corrupt person. Uh, the, 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 and, and really we're basically be sanctioning corruption in our government. And, and one of the really disappointing things to me is the, I, I look at the world in, in, in it's, we got the election coming up in a little over two weeks. And one of the most shocking statistics out there is that six of the top 10 counties in the United States, wealthiest counties in the United States of America are around Washington, D.C. If you're a Republican or a Democrat, that's got to be deeply concerning. And, and, And it hasn't been that way for well over 200 years in the United States. And all of a sudden it is. And what this is telling you is there's a huge number of people around Washington, D.C. profiting from big government, profiting from wars, profiting from the war on poverty. These people are all getting rich out there profiting on lobbying and manipulating the government to their advantage, they're getting very, very wealthy. Six of the wealthiest 10 counties, and there's thousands of counties in this, thousands and thousands of counties in the United States are surrounding Washington, D.C. That's never been the case. It's always been New York, L.A., Houston, Dallas, uh, Chicago, Palm Beach. And all of a sudden, you know, this is the world, San Francisco, all of a sudden, all the money is pouring. And it really shows you the level of corruption that we have in Washington, D.C. And, and, and by the way, that is not a knock on Republicans. It's not a knock on Democrats. It's a knock on government that's gotten completely out of control and corrupt. And, and it's very disappointing. Uh, so, yeah, I think you should go out there and vote. One thing I say that. But uh, so one of the things that's happening out there right now is, is the stock market is barely moving it, it if if you look at this on a chart it 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 in in august and september it it had one of the tightest trading ranges in 100 years in the stock market during a, a couple month time frame and then it had a big drop and then it came up and and then again a very tight range and right now it's holding above the right on the 100 day moving average i think the market is being held up so the mar- the economy looks good for the election uh 
everything else seems to be being manipulated out there as well. And that really worries me. I think once this election is over or within a week or so of the election, I think when people start getting an idea which way it's going to go, there's no telling what's going to happen in here. I I think you're going to see a tremendous amount of volatility. Uh, I, I do believe things are being manipulated and typically can only hold that up for so long. Uh, we've had the Federal Reserve has enabled the Obama administration in the Clinton uh, election by keeping rates at the lowest in history for too long. And uh, and now, once the election's over, they're, they're going to have to kind of take it, – it's going to have to normalize, and that's going to lead to a, a, a much more volatile volatile market. And, and that's something I think you really, really want to sit there and, and, and uh, watch closely. I uh, The – the sectors that we continue to I, I think you want to have a higher than normal cash level in this because it's a very uncertain world. And even once whoever gets in there is going to be confronted with a raft of problems. And I think once this election is 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 solved, once we have the, the new president, what's going to happen is is investors and institutions are going to have to start focusing on the fundamentals, and they're very poor. The rates are starting to come up. It looks like they're going to start raising rates. Uh, we're looking at it. We got the economic com- uh, numbers coming out of China were horrible in, uh, this week, over the last two weeks. Uh, we have problems in Europe, and, and, and so they're going to have to start confronting those problems. And the, we're at the end of the road, and this is what I've tried to talk about in the show this week. We're at the end of the road of the Federal Reserve uh, manipulating asset prices to try to get the economy going with low interest rates. It's people, even Federal Reserve officials, are starting to judge this, this policy as a failure, and 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 you're starting to see them back away. So, what's the alternative? You say, well, the alternative is is going to be instead of relying managing the economy with the Federal Reserve, we're going to go back to what has worked in the United States for 200 years, which has been taking a look at tax policy, taking a look at at fiscal spending, uh, maybe more infrastructure spending, taking a look, have some regulations gotten out of control and damaging jobs? The answer there is pretty clearly yes. Taking a look at entitlements. How can we make more efficiently use the entitlements? How can we more efficiently use the money? What can we do to get the economy going. Uh, one of the things, you're going to see a deal to cut corporate taxes. Why that is important is corporations are taxed on, they're taxed, if they bring money into the United States, they're taxed at 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 American rates. So if if, if the tax rate in, in France, for instance, is 10%, they bring it back into the U.S. and the tax rate here is 35%, then they have to pay 25% more taxes. Just as an example, I've just made up. I don't know what the numbers are there. Uh, But so they're going, well, we're not going to pay another 25% on this money we have. We're just going to keep it in France, Germany, Japan, wherever, China. Uh, But if they cut the tax rates to 15%, then they can bring all this money back in paying little or no taxes because they already paid taxes on it around the world. We have the second highest tax corporate tax rates in the world. That could bring trillions of dollars or $2 trillion overseas to be money to be spent on plant, equipment, hiring, research and development that could lead to help things out. If you cut the the, the top rates for for 
the middle class, they'll have more money to spend. If you can redo Obamacare and cut health care costs somehow, instead of people's health care going up 30 percent, they'll have more money to spend. If you take a look at all the regulations in the country with the idea of eliminating job-killing regulation that aren't really harming things too much, that's going to add more jobs. That's what's going to have to be looked at, and that's that's why I think there's a possibility over the long term for some pretty good growth. Let's see if we can get this person in the air real quick, see how quick I am. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Oh, we'll get him on. Okay. And, and so, by the way, if you're not on the Max Out Savings Report, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We'll get you set up. Uh, it's a free uh, report. And if you also would like some help with your retirement, uh, just go to the website and you can sign up for an appointment with me or request one. Tell you what, we have a call, a call here. Hello there, Tom. Hey, Ted. Good morning. Uh, hey, just a quick follow-up. I wasn't aware of uh, what you were talking about, the rules where you can take your IRA and contribute that directly to whatever you want to. Uh, and I might have missed it, but th- then does that count against your uh, required minimum distribution? Uh, that case, uh, I don't think it does. So you can I have make the a contribution, check. but then you'd still have to, in addition to that, Take your required minimum distribution. Yeah, let me double check on that, and uh, uh, I'll get back to you. I'll even I'm going to write my report, and I'm going to I'll put that in there. Yeah, I'll look forward to looking at that. I was not that's aware. A good of that. question. That's, uh, that's a very interesting thing I had not heard about. But anyway, I wasn't sure if I missed that or, or how that might affect. Yeah, and, and how that works, happens. Tom is. We use TD Ameritrade to hold our clients' assets. So we, you know, you call TD up and say, "Look, I'd like to give ten thousand dollars to to my alma mater, Texas A and M, for instance." Uh, uh, and uh, they'll write the check out to Texas A and M for you, and then it doesn't go. You're not getting a ten thousand dollar tax bill. I mean, it's your adjusted income. So now. Normally, you'd say, well, I can just make the deduction and get the deduction. But the key is this is not going on in your adjusted gross income, which is a big deal. Yeah, I agree. And I wasn't aware of that at all. And that is a big deal because I was exactly thinking you just make your contribution and then take the deduction. So if you can do that, that, that is a big deal to keep it out of your uh, adjusted income. But that got me to thinking, gee, I wonder if that would also count as a required distribution. Yeah, that, I'll put that in the report. Okay, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, report's going out uh, Monday. Uh, by the way, uh, one of the things we're, we're seeing, all of a sudden I'm getting a flurry of calls with people that, that want to roll over their pension lump sum. They're taking their pensions in a lump sum with me in uh, in its existing clients, in, 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 or, or they had a, a small 401k somewhere else and they suddenly want to transfer it over. I, asked, I started asking what's going on. They're all receiving letters from, the gov- from their, corpor- their companies telling that they can take a lump sum if they would like, particularly if it's a smaller one, they could, they could roll it over. What's happening is companies are trying to get rid of, of, of ex-employees or smaller accounts off their plans because of the new department regulation, Department of Labor fiduciary, uh, fiduciary rule that's coming out that also uh, it, they're taking a hard look at, at, at compensation and fees and everything. And what's happening is companies are, are becoming – they don't want to deal with smaller accounts because they're worried they're going to get sued. And, and, and this is a big thing. And because of this new rule, it's important for you to consolidate your IRAs, your old 401k plans, because these people really don't longer want you. The government's making it very hard for them to deal with you. This is a huge change coming up next year. It's affecting the entire industry. As an example, Merrill Lynch, if you have an IRA over there, even a million, $2 million IRA, and you're just doing some trades once in a while commission-wise, they're banning that because they don't want any shape or form they don't want 
people to sit there. If it's a commission, it can make it look like it costs too much money, even though they only did one or two commissions a year, and they could possibly get sued. Everybody is terrified about this new Department of Labor rule. It's it's turning into a disaster, and it's be. And by the we're fiduciaries at Max Out Savings Advisors. I think the fiduciary rule that everyone should be a fiduciary to their client is a great idea. That's what we believe. But what the government is, they're taking it and using it as a way to get into all types of things and in, 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 in start pushing different plans in different directions. And, and corporations are now becoming very frightened of dealing with former employees, I think, uh, based on what I'm seeing is they're starting to try to figure a way to get employees off their books. So this is something you're going to have to keep your guard up. My advice to you would be to start consolidating your old 401k plans. If you need some help, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and remember the motto of the Max Out Savings Show. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And the sun is shining in Houston, Texas today. I hope everyone has a great weekend. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.